Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your 9-to-5 grind and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of time freedom and flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere completely stress-free. Though that would be nice and it is a total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work-from-home opportunity. No, this isn't another get-rich-quick scheme or an MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. And yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son, how we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown, and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that's in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Head on over to edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources to check out and enroll in the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass today. That once again, that's edjconsultinggroup.com. Hey, Wine Moms, and thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emadon production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, themommywines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Oh my gosh, we're finally doing it. <laughs> I know, right? My oh, my poor life has just <laughs> been so hectic like the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I just moved from Utah to Nevada, so like my calendar is packed up and I don't know why I'm not getting notifications on my phone anymore. And yes. So <laughs> yeah, my that's... apologies. It's okay. That sounds like a lot. Really stressful, actually. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it has been, um, like, just a whole situation. <laughs> oh, no. Are you settled now? Yes. I'm settling in, unpacking. I'm going back to work this week. It's very awesome. exciting. Awesome. <laughs> well, I... Be- oh, go ahead. You were able to get a job in Nevada. Is that why you moved, or...? Um, well, I work for myself. I run a um, home bookkeeping practice mm. where I do like uh, financials for like small businesses, bookkeeping, payroll, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can really live anywhere as long as I can have internet access. <laughs> and, like <laughs> I can receive mail. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it, amazing. Yeah, Good it's really you. awesome. Thank you. But I had to like, I just had to get out of Utah. I don't know you've ever been there it looks really pretty and then like you're like oh yeah this could be nice and then you move there and you're like this is a prison get me out (laughs) it's so funny you say that because I have been to Utah quite a few times actually my ex-husband's sister lives there so we have been there and every time I have been there he's always wanted to move and I'm like absolutely not I'm in southern California where she's like beautiful sunshine all the time. Yeah. And I, there's no way. How long did you live there? I, I, I always say I did a two. 
mm-hmm. because like to me it was a prison um <laughs> there was no freedom you had no space it, it just like it felt like I just I had no room to breathe yeah. and you look around and you're like, oh, these giant mountains and like, look at all this wide open space. Mm-hmm. And then like, you kind of get into the community and you kind of get settled in and you get unpacked and then you talk to your neighbors and you're like, <laughs> that like, what is it? Elvis Costello song where he's like, this is hell. And you look around and you're like, wow, I just moved to like Stepford Pleasantville and I don't fit in. And then it's like, it's like seconds Mm -hmm. when you walk out. Like when I walked outside the first time to like, after we had moved and I was taking my son outside to play, it was within seconds that like heads turned. It was like hyenas looking at like a wounded baby antelope. (laughs) Oh no! You just, it was and not for you. It was not at all. Oh. Good luck to your sister-in-law. I hope she loves it. But <laughs> you have has. to be a very particular kind of person to really thrive in a situation, or you have to be like you have to grow up there. Because like if you're outside, if you've like lived in any kind of normal place and then you move there thinking, oh, it's just another state in the U.S., like whatever, this one has mountains and desert. Um, Because I'm from Ohio originally. Mm, And you move there and like you don't get or like understand the whole underground situation that it has going on. It's going (laughs) to like be a reality shock like it was to me. And it's just got Got yeah. Utah punched right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think it's like really affordable and beautiful and well, you learned, right? It's not. Yeah. You. You, you live and you learn. That's yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am so excited to have you on the show today. And I've been looking forward to our conversation because when I stumbled across your Instagram profile, I was like, this is the woman for me. Like, this is my tribe. This is my mission that I have to talk to her. Um, Well, thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored and blessed to be here with you. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you for being understanding when I had to reschedule, but oh my goodness. Yes. I'm so excited to hear (laughs) more about what you do. And for those listening, this is Brooke. I stumbled across her Instagram page and you coach single moms into just living their most best empowered life. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I have a 12 week program that takes single moms from being lost and just feeling alone and have no love for themselves and not even know where to start and like getting them to this thriving place in their life and seeing that transformation over time is just it's so beautiful see I love that because I was in I don't even know if I've told the whole story on my podcast but I was in the most toxic situation with my son's dad and when I had moved from Ohio to Nevada where I live now the first time Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> I left for a little bit, but I'm like, nope, nope, I got to go back. Um, it like it was so 
like that's exactly how I felt. I felt so lost. I was so overwhelmed by motherhood because I was in a new place, 1,856 miles away from my hometown. Um, wow. I had nobody. He, we were in this extremely toxic, like, coexisting like I wouldn't even call it like it wasn't even like a it was a relationship but it wasn't like a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. we were just kind of coexisting in a place similar to each other I don't yeah I don't even know how to describe it and it was just miserable and then I was living here for like two and a half years and then that's when I moved to Utah and then the Mm -hmm. second I moved to Utah we started going through custody court. Mm. There was like a bunch of drama and things that happened throughout that process. And like, we're kind of co-parenting now. Like he takes his visits, but like, we don't ever talk to each other. Um, it's going to be interesting for me to see how it works out. Like now that we're living in the same place. Yeah. But, but I was so interested in just like, hearing about your program and hearing about how you help other moms that have been in a similar situation as me, Mm -hmm. or even a situation that's not even like mine, but like, you know, something that's easily relatable. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know that I definitely been in that situation. And yeah, it was awful. I'm just now my son is going to be four in September. And I'm just now starting to kind of like, feel like my feet are on the ground a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a while to get there. Leggings are a huge part of my daily life. Whether that be chasing after Milo or cuddling with him on the sofa, operating my financial practice, ADJ Consulting Group, or chatting it up right here on the Mommy Wines podcast. Whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it in Zaya Active. Zaya has such a wide range from youth collections for boys and girls the ever-growing men's collection, to the infamous women's leggings, and so much more. Zaya really is your one-stop shop for premium active and loungewear for the whole family. To shop, visit myzaya.com backslash emmadon, or check out the link in the show notes below to shop the Mommy Wines podcast event today and automatically have your order number entered into a raffle for your chance to win a Zaya Active gift card. The winner will be chosen the second week of October, just in time for holiday shopping. Make sure to check out the event link in the show notes below or visit themommywines.com for more event information. It's hard, especially in the beginning. There's just so many emotions that are just floating around you. And then there's like the responsibility aspect of it where now you are the sole provider and you have to wear this like masculine energy where you need to survive and provide, but also you need to be that mothering, loving um, person in your child's life. So um, I'll tell you a little bit about my program. So the, it's split up into three phases. And the first phase is about, pick, it's called picking up the pieces because we often like to just forget about all of our wounds. We want to just get to moving on, forgetting and moving on with our life. So the beginning uh, phase is all about going backwards and really figuring out what has made us the way we are from our childhood and from our past relationships and seeing how did we create this person to get to where we are right now. 
And I like that. Yeah. And really changing these belief systems that we've created over this lifespan of 30 years or however many years of what we've heard from the media, from friends, from family, from relationships that we hold in our hearts subconsciously without even realizing it. And then when we show up in relationships, we're carrying all this baggage and all of this all of this with us. So we're kind of just like throwing it up on the next relationship or if it's never, (laughs) I've done that. Yeah. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Right. You just take it. If it's not healed and it's just suppressed, you just next person comes along and it just all gets unloaded. And you notice the pattern, it just continues over and over and over again. If that part of you is not healed. So we really focus on that first. And then we move toward rebuilding ourselves. So then we focus on, okay, we've healed these wounds. What now? What do we want our life to look like? We create boundaries. We find a deep relationship with ourselves and find love and confidence and learn about loving our bodies after having kids because they change. Mm. <laughs> and that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. And so many moms struggle with that. Like, how am I supposed to date again? How am I supposed to, I can't even look at myself naked in the mirror. How am I supposed to be vulnerable like that with somebody else? Right. So it's really, lear- we're learning how to love ourselves and love every, every part of ourself. Um, because before we can date and before we can move on and show our kids and be a role model to our kids, we have to have all of that within ourselves. That's true. Yeah. Kind of like putting on your own face mask first. Exactly. We have to fill our cup up full so that we can overspill love to everybody else. We can't fully give ourselves to anybody if we're pouring from an empty glass. That's true. We've all heard that before. Exactly. Doctors tell it to you. Your friends (laughs) tell it to you. Your family tells it to you. Everybody tells it to you. But it's like, and it's like, we, we all kind of know that, I feel like. But it's the actual, like, doing it part. Or like scheduling out that time for yourself or, you know, when that time comes around, actually getting up and doing what you need to do and, and kind of making that commitment to yourself. That's kind of where I struggle because I've had some like struggles with mental health and stuff, especially during my time in Utah. And I had just gotten like so down. I'm like, I know this is my time or my son's visiting his dad. I'm alone. I can have the time to do the things that I need to do. But it was like at that time I was like, uh, I'd rather just sit on the couch and binge watch Gilmore Girls for the millionth (laughs) time. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that. And the and the part about it is I would schedule out time because us being moms, especially single moms. We are so busy. And like you said, so if we get that time to ourselves, we're like, nope, I'm laying on the couch, pouring a glass of wine and watching my show. <laughs> so That's my life. <laughs> so it's important to look at your schedule. And I actually schedule a day, one day a week on my schedule. I say, this is my time to better myself. And if you don't consciously make that choice and put it on your calendar, it's not going to happen. So, and that goes for not only physical well-being, but mental well-being as well. So there is the physical well-being where you can get massages and pedicures and baths and get all pampered and feel wonderful about yourself. (laughs) But 
there's also the mental and emotional part of it, which is oftentimes more important because we're always going. Our minds as moms are always thinking about our children, thinking about what we have to do, where we have to be. And we don't really have time to just sit and clear out all that garbage. So really learning how to tune into ourself and clearing out all of that that's just going on inside of our brain so we can show up better for ourselves and for our kids and for our job and for our future relationships, which I feel like that a lot of people just forget. And so that is, I feel, the most important. Ugh, I am forgetting because I am never dating again. <laughs> oh, yes, you if, are. <laughs> I, uh, I recently tried dating and that story is coming to the podcast very very soon um Mm. because it was a doozy definitely if you don't listen to any other episode this is like I don't even know like the Jerry Springer of podcast episodes coming up well now I'm super curious (laughs) I'm curious I can't even wait to like edit that I can only imagine (laughs) hip hip hooray hip hip Hooray! (laughs) I'm officially back in Nevada. And do you know what that means? That's right. Nakedwines.com deliveries, baby! I ordered my first box before my U-Haul even crossed state lines. So I knew it would be there waiting for me. I can't even tell you how easy, affordable, yummy, and pain-free it is to support independent wineries not have to make a trip out of the house during hashtag Corona season and get that great tasting wine delivered directly to your door. Head over to nakedwines.com today and use code mommywines50 to get your first six bottles for only $34.99. That's right, six bottles of wine delivered to you for $50 off. Choose from a box of carefully curated whites, more reds, or even spice it up with a mix of both. That's NakedWines.com, and don't forget to use code MOMMYWINES50. Well, here, let's just tell everybody. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) We are now picking up this episode hours later, so that 30-second commercial you just heard was like three hours, Um, (laughs) but... So, the woman who owns um, my rental, she owns, a like, 27 uh, rentals around, like, the northern Nevada area. And when I was unpacking, like, I noticed that the air conditioner isn't working. It's running, mm-hmm. but it's just not blowing cool air. Um, I was, like, oh, unpacking my, my clothes, and the, like, the closet rod just like fell and <laughs> crap went everywhere um, oh my gosh like the one of the drawers in the bathroom I like pulled it out to put stuff in it luckily there's a lot of storage space in my bathroom um mm-hmm. but like I pulled the drawer out and it just fell onto the ground and I'm like oh my god like obviously <laughs> she doesn't live here so like I had to make her aware of these issues mm-hmm. um one of the joys of renting 
Like, I was (laughs) so close to owning my own house, and that story is coming to the podcast very soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am now renting for another year or so, and I just, you know, couldn't be happier. I have this (laughs) 89-year-old woman just barging into my house with, like, a power drill and a hammer, (laughs) and she's, like, ready to do business in the midst of our podcast episode so you know (laughs) that's cool she was coming in and she was ready (laughs) she was ready and um yeah and she uh she has no shame and she just is on her way to doing whatever it is that she does and it's like a freight train like nobody's stopping this woman (laughs) So, well, at least it's done now, right? I hope so. It's all taken <laughs> care of. Nothing's falling on you. You've got air. That's good. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm living still. So that's a bonus. Oh, that's good. Good. <laughs> but um, I went from coffee to now wine. So. Oh, so now you're, oh, I wish I could cheer you right now. That would be fun. <laughs> but where we kind of. I don't know if you took a note, um, but we were in the middle of discussing before we were so rudely interrupted (laughs) by a bombard of power tools. Um, We were in the midst of discussing the part two of your program. Right. I think we were kind of concluding that and moving into like your dating story. Oh, God. And how you wanted to share it soon, which brought me to the phase three of my program, because then we move into um, learning just who we want to show up as when we're dating and how to work as a team with your co-parent and also um, uh, how to mindfully parent with your kids. But go back to the dating thing. Oh, that thing that I'm never doing again. (laughs) you think you're never doing again so that's what I thought too okay I thought that too right when I got out of my divorce I thought I was ready to date I that's what I wanted I was like someone needs to fix me someone needs to come in and just take over and I just needed to be loved so I found someone who was willing to do that or someone that I was actually really infatuated with and it just became a disaster. And why it was a disaster is because I was so not ready to date. And when you are in a place of hurting and no self-worth, no self-love for yourself, you're attracting people who are on that same vibrational state Mm -hmm. as you. So I attracted someone who was actually a lot more toxic than my marriage. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I was in such a low vibrational state that that's what I was putting off. That's what I wanted. So it actually became way more toxic. And it was really, really actually the start of my rock bottom. And it just made me hit this place of just being so low and just so not satisfied with my life, which is really, I'm thankful for that whole experience because it brought me to where I am. You know what? I think it's common though, because like, luckily I think I've kind of handled myself with a little bit of grace because I was the last person Mm -hmm. out of my friend group to have a kid. 
and I'd never been married. Um, so, but like I've seen all of my friends go through divorce and Mm. I think it's like a common thing for people who are going through a divorce to kind of maybe, I don't know, like it's not the way it was when like our grandparents were growing up. Like you don't have to immediately go find another well-off husband or else you'll be nothing. Like Mm -hmm. you could be a person. Um, but I saw like so many of my friends like get divorced and like go right on to like another person or like another Mm -hmm. relationship because I think maybe like embedded in us as women like that's kind of what we think we have to do um and like I kind of took that and I was like okay like I'm not gonna date like I had Milo like I was doing it myself like I kind of like learned from all of my friends experiences of like Mm. but I think it's common for women to do that I think so too. Always the and second relationship common. that's like a disaster. Like you know, ne- like that's never <laughs> the guy anybody marries. <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> well, I think it's because when you're in that long-term relationship, you are craving the attention and the love from that other person, and they're not giving it to you. And something is obviously not right in that relationship. So when you get out of that relationship, or at least I felt like okay, I wasn't satisfied. Now I want to find that satisfaction in somebody else. Yeah. Rather than finding that satisfaction within myself. That makes sense. Yeah. So it was definitely really bad and really toxic. And I'm really thankful though, because I don't know if I would have gotten to the place I am right now without that chapter in my life. But yeah, so that's that's my program. We go through all of it from the very beginning to being an empowered woman and creating that change within yourself cultivates that change within your children because you're not projecting onto them all of your fears and insecurities. You're showing up for them with a whole heart and that's what they're learning from their parents. So I think that's just really beautiful. I am just now starting to feel the most secure in myself that I've probably Mm -hmm. ever felt in my life. And I still want to do your program though, because I need it. It's kind of like therapy. Like you don't really know if you're broken until you go and see. (laughs) You know, it's like you take your car in for a tune up every six months, but like, why don't we do that for ourselves? You know, like we need to like check in, you know? Um, Right. Right. Who knows? I could be the disaster everyone says I am. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, come on. Don't be so hard on yourself. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm really secure in my business that I've kind of, I took a break from work when I had my son. And then I tested out a couple things since then. But um, I'm feeling really secure in my practice my personal mm-hmm. life is a different story. That is like just an ever erupting volcano of disaster. Um, but whatever, no. that's fine. <laughs> and, I don't know. I think this move is going to be good. But I also think that I've checked off some things on my list. And I'm now like at a place of like plateau where I'm like, okay, I think it's time to check in with myself. Because Mm -hmm. I have had this idea in the back of my head 
especially with dating. And maybe you are like the most perfect person to tell this to um, because nobody else gets (laughs) it. But my son's dad, like, oh my God, I don't even know. It has always been a disaster. And then um, I decided to move out here because he decided to be involved with my son in his life. Um, And I was like, okay, well, you can't do that if we're living on like practically opposite coasts of the country. So I was like, I can work anywhere. I'll go to Nevada where he works um, because Mm -hmm. mining is very stationary. (laughs) It's not. Yeah. Is that what he does? So (laughs) it's like he can't just pick up and be like, oh, I'm going to live in Cleveland. Like, no, nobody's digging up whatever the hell you're digging up out there. Um, (laughs) Right. So I decided to move out here and we just immediately did the co-parent thing. Like, we were never in a relationship. And then I moved to Utah, and I met a guy in Elko. Luckily, he worked for the railroad. So he lived between, like, here and Salt Lake. So I'm like, oh, that's so convenient. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you just drive, like, a cute little train back and forth. Like, I can live both places, and it's <laughs> going to be perfect. And that guy I saw the best potential with. I was like madly in love with him he was perfect except there were like really deep-rooted insecurities with him like he had his own insecurities and it like very strongly affected our relationship um to the point where left but I when I moved to Utah my son's dad was like we should try being in a relationship like we should get married and I was like wait what like, are, you, are you proposing to me after like eight beers and nine hours of moving and on my patio of like this apartment that I'm living in? It's like 300 miles away from you. Like, is that what you're doing oh right gosh. now? Like, you're insane. You're a psycho. Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> But like, I had always had this idea because especially after that relationship, when that relationship ended, I was like, I hate co-parenting. I hate Mm -hmm. Milo going back and forth. I hate Mm -hmm. dating with Milo because it's like, Mm -hmm. if Milo was interacting with his dad, I would be like, okay, whatever. Like, that's his dad. He has to interact with him. But like when he's interacting with somebody on like a, a comfortable level like that, I get so anxious because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm like examining every move. I'm questioning everything. I'm overthinking everything. And like, I don't know. I've always kind of thought that like, if my son's dad would just pull his head out of his ass and like be Mm -hmm. a good person, like, oh, like we could do this, but I don't know. I'm kind of thinking like, maybe I just need to accept the reality that is, but I'm like, it's not anything other than just the fact that like, I hate co-parenting and I don't want to ever introduce Milo to another person. Like again, I've introduced him to two people and like their families dropped him. Like when the relationship goes South, like he's not only like losing that person who's like basically Mm -hmm. been more consistent in his life than his dad actually is. Mm -hmm. Because when you co-parent, they only see the other parent every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
well, this person is a la- is around a lot more than every other weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like they have a it- family and it's like barbecues, summertime, you know, boat outings or like whatever, birthday parties. Like he's around these people consistently just like I am because I'm a single mom. Like you date me, you date my kid. Like, mm-hmm. and it's happened twice. And like, he's now losing another family, another person that he sees way more than he sees his own dad. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to put him in that situation. But then I also can't just sit here and be like, well, you know, if your dad was like a totally different person, (laughs) I just, I think I just need to like probably never date again until my kid is like in college and realize I'm like, well, your dad is the person he is not obviously have this conversation Mm -hmm. with him because he's four. Um, But Right. Like sit here and like think to myself, I'm like, okay, well, your dad is the person he is. He's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't teach an mm-hmm. old dog new tricks. It just right. is what it is. Accept it. But like that's kind of hindered some of my relationships because especially after his, I don't know, drunken midnight proposal on my porch, I was like, <laughs> well, maybe. And how long ago was that? That was two years ago. Okay. And so you guys have never really dated? No. Okay. It's very, it's a very strange situation. Yeah. And so what's your resistance with giving it a try? Is it just because of the person he is or is there something? Well, so I thought about it, but like he basically proposed when I was already dating someone else. So I'm like, well, no, like this person is actually like a good person. Like there's no like trying. He's awesome. Like I'm already dating this person. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, well, if you continue to date him, this is never happening again. It's never an option. And I'm like, why Mm -hmm. do you want to like be with us? Like I was in. I lived in Elko for two and a half years and you wanted nothing to do with me. But the second that like the day I moved to Utah mm-hmm. and he was like begging me to move to Utah. He's like, Oh my God, I was raised there and it's God's country and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I was like the day I moved to Utah, all of a sudden you want this thing that like out of the blue that you've never talked about. We've never had a conversation about it. I'm like, what is your reasoning behind this? And he, like, didn't have a reason. So I'm like, well, if you have no reason, then obviously, like, no. Right. Like, it's... Right. Well, you moved back to his area now, right? So you guys are now starting off this new... With a new slate with you living near him. Right? Yeah. He he does work in this area. So I told him, I was like, well, if you ever want to, like... If you ever actually get off work at the time you say you're supposed to get off work, which mm-hmm. in this, in his industry is like never happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're supposed to leave at six. Okay. So eight 30. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> right. Right. But I was like, if you ever like want to come, like give him a bath, put him to bed, whatever. Like we're just down the road. Um, right. And he's like, okay. And I was like, cool cool bro (laughs) whatever 
Yeah. I mean, I would just really go into this as like a new chapter in your life and not really hold him um, like accountable for his past, but also don't go into it like with this expectation of you guys being together. Oh, that is the furthest thing. Yeah. I'm just like, I feel like it just, it's so weird. Cause like if I was ever going to date anybody again, because I am taking such a break because Mm -hmm. it is not only me that's like, suffering through these breakups and these bad relationships it's only been twice like I'm sure there's Mm -hmm. people out there who have dated way more than twice and have kids um Mm -hmm. I'm like but Milo's going through this too like I don't have family out here I don't have friends out here you know so like wherever I am Milo is like I don't have like a babysitter Mm -hmm. for date nights or like whatever so I'm like there's no possible way you can date me and then like also never see Milo. So I'm like, now I'm like, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I am taking such a break. Actually, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, well, what about Milo's dad? And I was like, well, (laughs) yeah, if he ever, you know, like dug his head out of like the six foot hole that he's buried it in his ass and then like became a good person and yeah he would have to prove it to you yeah I'm like okay yeah if he wants to become a totally new person (laughs) who's like nice and supportive and compassionate and a good dad Mm -hmm. then sure but I'm like that I don't think that's the reality we're living in hey wine moms and puppy lovers everywhere I wanted to let you know that our new store the fetching barker is now open Shop the cutest and eco-friendly, natural, and handcrafted dog supplies. The Fetching Barker has everything your pup needs and so much more. From toys to travel essentials, a wide line of CBD and hemp products, snacks and treats to handcrafted accessories. Shop your favorite brands like Pet Head, Becco Pets, Papilla, Petalton Pet, and more. Or find new brands that I am sure you're going to love. Visit thefetchingbarker.com and feel good that a portion of all profits go to support global conservation efforts. I mean, this is the planet our pet loves, right? That's thefetchingbarker.com. Right. Right. And, you know, and you can't force him to change. You can't force him to be this ideal person that you would want him to be, this ideal dad you want him to be. It's really, you need to do you. And if he wants to be there and change himself, then you'll talk then. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, a, I'm already the see most perfect goes. person in the world. So. Right. Right. But anyways. Far can, from it. Far from it. You should make a little uh, goal for yourself to date yourself. I could. Date it would yourself. probably date be so much more successful date. of a relationship if I just <laughs> dated myself yes and that's what I did so when I got out of my uh, toxic relationship because I always needed a man too I said I gave myself a goal I said okay you are not dating for one year I deleted all dating apps I deleted all it was just dating was out of my mind and so I told myself I was going to date myself and fall in love with myself and so I did that entire year I instead of going on dates I would schedule time for me I would pamper myself. I would ask myself those questions that I would want to know 
with my partner, like those deep ones that you don't really want to answer within yourself. And it's really interesting when you set that goal and you just take dating out of the picture completely, it kind of relieves like this pressure off of you to be somebody else and just to be there for yourself. It's really beautiful. See, I think a lot of people are going to relate to that who are listening. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest problems that I've always had with dating was especially after this whole moving across country, toxic co-parenting situation that I found myself Mm -hmm. in. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like, I've been on my own since I was really young. I was 16 when I moved out and I have always been somebody who's like really driven, kept myself busy. um, Who's just been like kind of focused and motivated and, being out on my own at such a young age, I've always been like really independent. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've noticed when dating is that men, no matter how many times like the girlfriend texts or whatever needs to be on the phone or whatever, men are needy creatures. <laughs> needy, needy, needy. And I am like, they so are. Sorry, dude. I have like a business to run. I have podcasts to edit because I currently do all of my own production for the show. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of work. And I'm like, it I have, is. you know, things to do. Like, I don't have time to sit here and, you know, like caress your ego for a few hours. Like, I got, <laughs> I got a schedule. You're either on the boat or you're off of it, but it's leaving the dock. And you can either go along for the ride or you can just hop off right now. And yeah, I think that's been one of my struggles when dating is because even though this is 2020 and not 1950, I think men are still in that. And a lot of the men that I'm attracted to, like I'm like a man's man's kind of girl. Like I like that Mm -hmm. kind of like kind of rough tough he can fix something like if my car is broken he can fix it right um yeah and I was raised by my grandparents so I'm super traditional in that aspect but I'm also like this modern business style woman so it's like a very weird balance that I quite haven't figured out yet but I've Mm -hmm. noticed in relationships that like because I've had to figure out so many things on my own and I've been so independent for so long They kind of feel like useless and then like that hurts their egos and like having an ego, I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's just part of human genetics. Like Mm -hmm. everyone has an ego, men egos just need to be like, you know, pet like a dog, you know? Right. Right. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Like your dog (laughs) comes up to you and like, they look at you with these like little Bambi eyes and they're like, Oh, pet me, pet me. Like, that's what men do. Like men are basically just dogs and, (laughs) and they like need like this love and attention. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of hindered me, but maybe I just haven't found the right person. Yeah, I think because you're so independent, maybe you're attracting that man who isn't that independent, that needs more of that love. Oh, my God. I know because I talk to so many women and I know that so many women, it's also the flip situation where the guy is super independent and the girl's like, well, he doesn't give me any attention. He doesn't want me. So I really feel like 
it's you stepping into that like masculine energy of working and being independent and being a mom and handling your business. You're kind of like, why can't you do that on your own? Like, so you want to look for somebody who is independent, has their own business, has maybe even a child where their main focus isn't just you. Yeah. And I think you're definitely going to hear the whole spilling of all the tea about this most recent relationship of mine. (laughs) Yeah. But that was our problem. Like you nailed it like a hundred percent because he was basically (laughs) like a 30 year old child. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I already have a kid. I can't raise you too. So you just got to go. Like, right. <laughs> you got to right. go. Right. But, right. And I was thinking about it on my drive here because U Hauls don't have Bluetooth. So I was like, not getting the greatest radio reception in the middle of nowhere, um, mm-hmm. driving from Salt Lake to where I'm at now in Nevada. And I I had a lot of time to, like, just sit there and look at the road and drive. And I was like, you know what? If I'm ever going to have a successful relationship, it's going to be out in Elko. Because the guys out here work, like, really funky schedules. And they're <laughs> always gone. Um, some of them, like, even live out of town, like, four days out of the week. And I'm like, man, that is great. (laughs) Like, I could get so so much stuff done if I just met a guy who was, like, barely ever here. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny because my mom is the exact same way. It sounds so funny. But she's like, I just need a guy to just be gone. I was like, I'll pack you, like, the cutest snacks. (laughs) Like, I'll pack you really cute snacks. You know, like, I'll throw your laundry (laughs) in. And then I'll just send you on your merry little way and then I'll go back to my life and then I'll see you mm-hmm. in a, I don't know, week or two, when, whenever. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's also a really big struggle I've noticed from the first time I lived here is that relationships are really put to the test um, because like the men do work really funky schedules and their wives will mm-hmm. step out. Um, or they'll be like, oh, I'm not getting any attention. My, my husband's always gone, whatever, whatever. Exactly. And mm-hmm. they've either had to give up their jobs to move out here, um, because this industry is very stationary or they've just never worked a day in their life. And mm-hmm. luckily for me, I'm self-employed so I can work anywhere, but, um, right. And it's like a big struggle. Like a lot of the women here are like bored. They're lonely. They're away mm-hmm. from their families. Um, because a lot of people travel here to work. And then there's me who I'm like, man, I love this place. Nobody's ever around. I can get all of the work done. I need to get done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. you like. I have all of these is- ladies to hang out with because their husbands are always, I don't know, like digging up dirt Busy. somewhere. Right. I'm like, this is the best. (laughs) (laughs) You love that scene. Everyone is so different. There's some women who like, who need that, who need that companionship. And then other women who are more independent. And honestly, with me in my life right now too, that's, that's something that's a struggle for me because I've been so codependent in the past Mm. that now, since I set this one year of being single, it's been two and a half now. And I'm in the same place where I'm like, wow, like I am independent as F right now. (laughs) I 
love my space. I have it down with my kids. I have my job. I have everything. And the and just kind of like the thought of letting someone in is kind of scary. It's like, okay, well, my space, my kids, my work, how much attention do you need? Like, you know, it it's creates this just resistance. So that's where I'm at right now, where I feel like I'm ready to open my heart and ready to actually cultivate love. But it's it's weird because I'm, I feel so independent that it'll be weird to not, to to be able to share a life, I guess. Yeah. That's where I've kind of always struggled too, is I'm like, okay, well, these are all of my responsibilities. Like, where can I kind of fit you in? Mm -hmm. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. Definitely share with everybody where they can find your program, um, who is best suited for your program, and where they can just connect with you online. Okay, so you can find me at abundantly underscore Brooke on Instagram and on there, there is my link to apply and to see my program. I am starting a new round actually September 7th and that's going to be my last round for the year. Mm. I'm o- yeah, I'm only going to be accepting five new clients for that round. And Okay, um, well yeah. four, cause I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, four. Um, yeah, so it's, Um, it's a one-to-one program. So it's not like all five of these women are going to be doing their program together, but right now with teaching and everything that's going on, I'm thinking five will be a good, a good amount. But also if you can find me at www.iambrooknicole.com slash thrive, thrive is the name of my program. And, um, yeah, this is for you. If you have been in a toxic relationship If you're seeking healing from that or just becoming detached from that part of you that's still holding you back from dating other people, from having connection with yourself, being present in your day-to-day life. And also, we go deep into co-parenting. If you're having a really difficult time connecting with your co-parent and working together as a team, it's a great program to understand where those core beliefs come from and how you can change them so you have a better relationship there and also to have that relationship with yourself your negative self-talk the way you think about yourself your inner chatter that's going on within your head just mind body spirit it all is in there we get to everything and oh i didn't even say so what's included and it is every week there's a video so there's a lesson that you look uh, that you listen to And then my favorite part is the homeworks because you can listen to people talk all day long 
and watch as many videos as you want, but nothing's going to change in your life unless you step up and take action. True. So these homeworks are in depth where you're going to be diving deep into your subconscious, into your belief systems and challenging yourself in ways that you really never thought you could before and really getting to the root causes of what's going on in your life and how we can change it. And then there's a meditation that's included in each week. And then my favorite is the empowerment song, which is so fun. <laughs> each week there's an empowerment song that goes along with the theme of the week. And that's like the morning, get it going. You can start dancing, moving your body. Um, that's fun. I still do it. I'm, I listen to them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah. So then once a week, we then get all the work that you've done throughout the week and we chat about it. We get together for an hour and we talk about what came up for you. What, what did you realize about yourself and how can we implement these strategies and these tools in your life so you can come out of this empowered and feeling so amazing. That is good, good stuff. So um, what if some of the listeners aren't like me and they didn't check every single box? Um, So they're just not a complete disaster, but say they check like three. (laughs) Is it still good for them? Or or, are you only taking like worst case scenarios like myself? (laughs) No. Everyone's story is so different and so unique to them. And that's why I think what's so awesome about a single mom is like you have a story that you are going to conquer and then empower. Like right now you might be like, oh my God, my life used to be a mess. But now, no, you're going to turn that around and be like, hell yeah, I lived that life. I came out of this life and now I am a badass. Awesome. (laughs) I want to be badass. (laughs) So whenever, uh, yeah, so set up a discovery call. And if uh, you want to get on the discovery call with me, we really go into where you're at right now. And we can see if this is a good fit for you, if this is something that would help you in the long run. Now, what's going on? So it doesn't have to be every single thing on that list, or it could be more than that list. You could be even more of a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me, when I needed this program, I was this disaster times 10. And I never ever thought that I would be where I am today ever so I have used everything I've learned this last three years of me diving deep into myself and figuring things out reading my books I had a I still have a coach we're all still working on ourselves and I've used my top tools and I have combined them into 12 weeks so my three years of discovery is jam-packed into 12 weeks to change your life Oh my God. That is awesome. Okay. Yeah. Wine moms. So I checked every box. If you have more boxes that need to be checked, let me know, send me a DM, but also let Brooke know because there's only limited spots. So, and can I add something real quick? Go for it. Um, I totally forgot. I wanted to gift your listeners $200 off of the program. If they use wine moms in the referral box. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) So uh, my listeners love a discount code. They eat them up. (laughs) So be ready to be bombarded. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for being 
probably the most understanding guest I've ever had. Um, (laughs) This move and everything has just kind of tumbled in all at once. Um, It's Mm -hmm. good, but it came as a surprise. So I am excited, but I am so happy to have you on as a guest. And definitely let's stay in touch. And everyone, mm-hmm. go find Brooke on Instagram and social media. And then I will leave all of your links in the description box below. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. It was so nice talking to you. Thank you for having me on. You're so welcome. It was great talking to you as- also. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.